Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Episode 5 of the Racing Beat Podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network and on your favorite podcast platforms such as iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. I'm Jerry Bunkowski, and this week our guest is National Hot Rod Association President Glenn Cromwell. We taped the interview last week in preparation for this week's season-opening NHRA Gator Nationals in Gainesville, Florida. Glenn talked about not only the 2021 season coming up, but also how the sanctioning body weathered the 2020 season in light of the pandemic. A lot of the changes have taken place, including new series sponsor Camping World, the future of the sport, and more. And don't forget to check out our past podcasts, which have included Ray Evernham, Rusty Wallace, Don the Snake Prudhomme, and Kenny Bernstein. Go to Believe.com, that's B-L-E-A-V.com, and type in The Racing Beat in the search bar, and you'll be able to listen to all the podcasts and other interviews we've done recently. All right, so sit back and give a listen as we speak with NHRA President Glenn Cromwell on this week's edition of The Racing Beat. We're pleased to introduce Glenn Cromwell, the president of NHRA. And uh, Glenn, I mean, first of all, congratulations on weathering a very difficult storm last year. You mean not only NHRA, but all major organizations out there weathered it. You guys, you know, it hit you hard, but you still managed to come out. You got champions uh, for the season you got as many races as you could in, and you know, it, 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 I, I would imagine it has to have been one of the biggest challenges you've ever faced as an administrator in any role that you've had. I mean, how, how difficult was it for you to, for lack of a better word, keep things together? Right, right. Well, now you all, first of all, Jerry, great to see you again, and uh, hope you're doing well. Um, you know, it's a great question, and, and you know, it was, um, last season was, uh, uh, you know, it had two emotions. One, um, it was extremely challenging. I mean, NHRA and in, in our entire world, never was, never could expect being faced with a pandemic, but, uh, you know, it, it was challenging, but it was also rewarding. And, and, and I'll tell you why. And, and it's just, I think, you know, the NHRA community really came together. I mean, what, what happened last year wasn't just the NHRA, even though, you know, NHRA and the, the staff and the leadership team, you know, spent a lot of time trying to maneuver schedules and stuff. But we couldn't have been, we couldn't have done what we did last year with 11, 11 events on the national event circuit with fans, have a championship. We ran a full Lucas Oil Series last year. Um, but, it, you know, it takes, it takes the race teams and, and, and their cooperation and, and working with, you know, our pro teams, our sportsman teams, PRO, Alan Johnson, his, his group, you know, it, um, the track partners. You know, all of them, it, it took their uh, coordination and, and flexibility uh, to shift events. I mean, you keep in mind last year, we came out with a June schedule and, and then an August schedule. And then, you know, and, and it kind of we kind of had to 
shift as we watch the pandemic and capacities and working with state and local officials and C CDC. So, you know, you really had to get our partners to come in. Our sponsors stayed uh, stuck behind us and, and supported us. Um, but really, I mean, thank you to the race fans. I mean, our NHRA fans, uh, you know, I know it was tough on them personally, what everyone has been going through the last 12 months now, but they stood behind the NHRA and, and really, um, you know, made 2020 uh, what it was, which I think was very successful. It was rewarding uh, to see everyone come together. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was challenging. Uh, it, you know, it was fluid. I mean, the words we used, you know, uh, fluid, uh, adapt, uh, nimble. I mean, those were words I kept using over and over and over. And, and to a certain extent, you got to use them a little this year. You know, where I think there's definitely as you transition to 2021, there's definitely light at the end of the tunnel. I believe things are, are starting to look much more positive. We're talking to our track partners. They're, they're excited. Uh, states are starting to open up, you know, Texas and Florida, North Carolina, you know, all at different percentages. But uh, I think there's a general excitement from our, uh, our track partners and our promoters to uh, get ready to go. And I know our race, our, our racers, uh, they're chomping at the bit, you know, with us, you know, starting the season, uh, you know, into March, uh, they can't wait to get back on our track, uh, back on the track. And our fans are, you know, they, they want to see our athletes do what they do. And that is uh, race down the track. So we're, uh, we're excited. Uh, we're excited as uh, we kick off next, uh, not this weekend, but the following weekend in, uh, in Gainesville, March 11th through the 14th. Now, the, the fact that 2021, you've got a lot of high expectations, high hopes. Uh, there were there have been a couple of, of bubbles already. I mean, uh, Pomona had to be postponed till April. Uh, Phoenix, you had to cancel because of the high COVID numbers down there. But at the same time, the optimism for this year, like you're saying, everybody's chomping at the bit. Do you still think about potentially having other contingency plans just in case? I mean, is that... Uh, or are you just going to be basically focused on what's ahead of you and, for lack of a better word, hope for the best? Well, I'll tell you, you go back to what we learned in 2020 is you have to have contingency plans. And we learned not just one, not just two, but three or four contingency plans for everything, for the events, for the race teams, for our fans, for our sponsors. Um, you know, it, you have to. And, and it was a it was a valuable uh, lesson last year that, uh, you know, uh, you had to be prepared and, you know, we spent a lot of time communicating to our stakeholders more than we ever have. I mean, we do, uh, calls with our race teams, you know, once a month with everybody, top fuel, funny car, pro stock, pro stock bike, pro mods, uh, mountain motor, go, you know, we, we, we talk to our sportsmen, you know, we, we stay very close to our, um, our, our stakeholders and, and, and communicate. But uh, yeah, I think, I think we learned a lot and we do have contingencies. Um, as I said, you know, we do believe things are getting better. We do have uh, uh, a sense of optimism for 2021. Um, but we, you know, we we're prepared that if we have to shift or move or be fluid, we're, we're prepared to do that. One of the biggest uh, things you mentioned this a few moments ago is about the fans. I mean, they stuck by, by you last year in very difficult circumstances for them as well. I mean, obviously a lot of them wanted to go to the racetrack, but now yeah. Gainesville coming up here and, and we're taping this, you know, the week before the race, but you know, you're going to have fans there and you're hopefully going to have a lot of fans, you know, at all the other tracks coming up. Tell me what it means to have 
not only the the veteran diehard NHRA fans, but certainly the, the fans who've come around the last few years that they have stuck with you and they want to they want to go drag racing as well from the race you know, from either in front of the TV or in the stands. Yeah, well, I think it's important. You know, the fans are truly a fabric of the NHRA. I mean, I I think you you know you would agree. You've been to all sports, whether it's other sporting events or motorsports. I mean, what really separates the NHRA is the access that, that our fans get to come out and be part of our sport, walk in the pits, in the grandstands, meet our drivers up close. And, you know, we, you know, last year um, and, and this year, we're still going to be very careful on uh, making sure that we're responsible and, and, you know, we have protocols in place to make sure that we're, uh, you know, protecting our drivers, protecting our fans, you know, uh, we're asking, you know, fans to wear their mask. Uh, we are, you know, we believe the drivers and our officials and um, uh, track officials will will be, will be wearing all that. But uh, you know, I think I think the fans are such an incredible piece of what we do, um, and I think that speaks volumes. And and they they stuck with us in 2020, uh, even though we were shifting events and shifting tickets and doing all these things. And then, you know, I will tell you over the last three months, uh, you know, I watch social media a lot and people are just ready to go. They want to get out. They want to see our athletes do what they do. They, they've been in their house cooped up and, uh, they're ready to go. And, and, and we're excited. I mean, Gainesville, Gainesville is going to be a great event. I, we're going to be celebrating our 70, 70th anniversary. Um, this is it. I mean, this is a celebration of, uh, of our fans and, and the NHRA, the history, our legends, uh, and really what Wally Park started, you know, in, in 1951. And so, you know, there's a celebration is 70 years. We're excited that we'll be doing some things throughout the year. And Gainesville is going to be the first, uh, you know, real event where, you know, Camping World uh, is coming out. And, uh, we're excited to have them. Marcus Limonis, uh, you know, what 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 he has done and, you know, with 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 what happened last year, you know, we had a pandemic. And of course, we had a, a transition from you know, a, a, a series sponsor that was with us for a long time to Marcus coming in, uh, in, in probably a different fashion <laughs> that, uh, most of us are used to, but, you know, I think that's what separates Marcus, uh, as a businessman. He is, uh, he's incredibly, uh, smart and he knows that, uh, you know, social media has a lot of abilities to, to touch fans and consumers and, you know, with his brand, Camping World, um, I, listen, you can't think of a better brand to be tied to NHRA, you know, when you come out and you see all of our camping, uh, you know, from our sportsmen to our fans to our pro teams. I mean, everybody's camping. So um, it's it's going to be a great, great relationship. And uh, we're excited to get that going in Gainesville. One thing I wanted to ask about Camping World is, and Marcus, you know, is uh, you know, everything you said and, and then some the fact that they came in so quickly, you were still in the course of a season and that they came in and said, yeah, we're going to sponsor you. And it was only like, what, about a week or two before or after the, the previous sponsor bowed out and he came in that quickly. Could you have expected that to happen when you were, you know, got that original call saying that, you know, the former sponsor was backing out? I mean, could you right. have expected that to happen that quickly and so successfully too as well? Yeah, no, I listen, I, I'd love to say we had it all planned, but, you know, we were pleasantly surprised and, and we're glad that Marcus uh, got involved quickly. And, and you know, I think he he truly um, he believes in motorsports. You know, he's tied in with with uh, the truck series over there at NASCAR and 
you know, we're working with Steve Phelps and, you know, he's, he's got a close friendship with Marcus Smith over at SMI. And I think Marcus um, was very kind and, and, you know, talked very highly of the NHRA and, and how his brand and the NHRA brand could work closely together uh, to get a great ROI. And no, so it, it, it happened fast, but that's how Marcus rolls. I mean, Marcus uh, Limonis moves fast. He's quick. Uh, and uh, we like that, you know, I mean, I think that's exciting for us. Uh, I think he's going to, he's going to expose the NHRA to new eyeballs and new fans uh, that may not know about us. And um, that's what you want from a series sponsor. you right. You want them to come in and, and really uh, promote and, and push. And uh, you know, like we're, 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 we're tremendously excited to have him involved and, you know, he, 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 we're hoping he comes to Gainesville. He says he may come to Gainesville if he's there. Um, he, you know, he'll be able to, you know, uh, experience 11,000 horsepower. I, I think he will, uh, he'll be blown away for sure. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Now, speaking of Gainesville, you know, this is going to be the first um, big, well, it's the first race of the season, obviously. You're going to have fans there, 70th anniversary. There's a lot riding on that weekend. Tell me about just in general, how excited you are, how excited, you know, not only the teams, but your staff, everybody down at Gainesville Raceway are that, you know, this is, this is not just another Gator Nationals. This is a very poignant race because of the 70th anniversary and the fact it's also starting the season as well, too. Well, I think, I think we all are somewhat creatures of habit and we're all so used to, you know, our year starts in February, you know, and we get going and it's just, you know, but we've had an extra month um, that we're not used to. And I will tell you, we are all, you know, our staff is excited. I mean, people want to get out there. They want to get back to doing, you know, what we've talked about, you know, for this layoff of, you know, whether it's, you know, promoting the event and protocols and, and getting the season starting, getting our athletes back on track, it, it, it gets that process going. And um, I know that we're, um, we're chomping at the bit to get out there. And, and I know that our racers are, you know, I talked to them quite a bit. Yeah, they, they can't get out there, including John Force, who I talked to quite a bit. And, uh, you know, he is, uh, he's, he's heading down to testing uh, this week. And uh, I know he's extremely excited to be in Gainesville next week. You mentioned John, I was going to ask you about him a little bit later, but since you brought him up, yeah. how difficult was it for the sport not to have its marquee driver and his other you know, teammates in the series last year, but we all understand why they did it. We understand, you know, the health right. implications, all that kind of thing. How, how difficult was it to, to, to weather that storm, so to speak? Well, you know, it, I, I would say, you know, John Forrest, we all would agree. I mean, he is, you know, he's, he's, he's a legend. He's an icon, you know, 16 time champion. I mean, I mean, our fans love him and, you know, they love him for his performance on the track. They love him. With his personality, he's so engaging with the fans, and and we realize that. And uh, you know, but obviously he made a decision, and we supported that. I supported it. Uh, our whole staff supported it. Um, but I think you know you got to look at the, the NHRA as a whole. That you know we have so many other um, teams and racers and personalities uh, that are out there that that are just great. And and I think people rise up. You know, and they rise up to the top. And you know, Matt Hagan came out and uh, did what he had to do. Um, and, you know, 
talked to a lot of fans last year and yeah, I mean, they, they wanted John force there, but they were pretty excited to see a lot of our other drivers. And, you know, I, I talk a lot about that because there will be a day in the future that John force does decide to retire. Um, you know, we know that that, you know, I, I hope it takes a lot of time and that'll be on John's time, but, uh, I hope he's here, um, for as long as he wants to drive and, and be out there. And even when he's done, I think he'll still be out there as, you know, some level of ownership, uh, you know, and being active, but, you know, we, we just have, we have a whole, um, list of superstars that are there and um you know and whether it's in the top fuel ranks funny car ranks pro stock uh pro stock motorcycle i mean the diversity in our sport i i i don't think anyone could compare to that um you know we have females that come out win world championships win events are are personable speak well um marketable so you know i i'm i i think the nhra is is well positioned for the for, for the long term and, and for the future. I, we're in a good place. One of the biggest uh, announcements uh, off the track during the off season was you agreed to a new multi year deal with Fox. That's huge. Tell me about that. Yeah, I mean we're we're extremely excited about that. You know, Fox is a great partner, and you know when they came in in 2016, I mean that was a that that was a game changer for us, and um, they did a great great job, and and uh, you know, to to have a partner like that to do multi-year, you know, through 2026 uh, was exciting. And, and you know, I, I think they showed their their support in what they believe uh, the growth potential in NHRA Camping World Drag Racing Series. And that is, you know, they 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 came up with um, more network shows. Um, you know, for our previous agreement was we would get four network shows and just so people understand that you know the you know there's the fs1 which is the cable sports channel and then there's network sometimes we term it as big fox um <laughs> and we you know in our first agreement we got <laughs> we, we would have you know four well we um you know they they were very kind and agreed to uh we'll we'll average it at least eight um, each year. So, you know, we could have more than eight, we could have maybe a little less than eight, uh, depending on what their programming schedule is for each year. But, um, that, that is huge. And in one of those network shows will be adjacent, uh, to a NFL game in the fall. So it will be either a lead in or a lead out, which, um, Jerry, I think you're familiar with the network ratings and viewership numbers and, you know, the NFL can bring, you know, 15, 20, 25, 30 million uh, households and, and eyeballs to a sport. And, you know, if we can, you know, align ourselves with the NFL and be next to them and, and, and gravitate some of those fans over to NHRA, uh, that's just a huge opportunity. So, yeah, they, you know, Fox has been great. Uh, we think uh, uh, the package that we have to deliver is going to be uh, stronger than ever. And I think it's just going to help with, you um, grown our sport, you know, more, more fans, uh, more corporate par uh, partners uh, getting involved with us. So we're excited. I, I think, um, you know, coming out of a very difficult time of a pandemic and all of us working together, I think we're well positioned for the future. Exactly. Sticking on the TV uh, realm for a second, you're also going to have 30 sportsman events on NHRA.TV for free. That's the best word for free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, sportsman, the sportsman ranks, 
have really been coming on the last few years. Uh, you know, more fan interest. You know, the the fans are watching the races and that kind of thing. This has got to be a big thing for them because you know a, a lot of times it's very easy for sportsmen to be kind of for lack of a better word, overlooked by the big stars of the sport, but they also are very much a uh, not only a contributing factor to the success of the NHRA, they're the backbone of the NHRA because that's the way NHRA started. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're spot on. And, and you know, sometimes for people forget to talk about that. And, and you're right. I mean, our, our sportsmen, uh, whether it's our Lucas Oil Drag Racing Series, whether it's our um, Summit ET Series, um, they are truly the backbone and, and you're right. I mean, they, they, it's exciting. Um, I mean, the cars, you know, to, to be at a Lucas oil drag racing divisional event, I mean, we cars, at, you know, 250 plus mile an hour and uh, with alcohol, alcohol dragster, alcohol, funny car. And um, you know, I think it, it's, it's been great for me. I, I, that's where I came from. You know, I was a division director over in division seven. So I really understood the sport at that level in, in, um, I think, you know, through this pandemic, you know, it's, it's, it's a great reminder that our sportsmen are entertaining. We have personalities. Um, you know, a lot of people, they, they gravitate to the national event, but they forget even like this year, we've already, we've already been racing. We started in February, you know, we started down at, uh, Aussie's track in Orlando. Um, you know, um, our division two race, uh, Cody Savage did a great job down there and, uh, we just were in Bell Rose um, this past weekend, and you know we're up and running. We're seeing great car counts. Um, you know, people want to get out and race. So, yeah, it's it's, um, and I think that's part of the celebration of 70 years. You know, and I, you know, we talk about the legends, and you know, when I think of Wally Parks in 1951, you you, you really talk about what the mission of NHRA is, and that is going back and and you know the grassroots. That's what it was: getting kids off the street, putting them in a safe haven. Um, that's what developed and, and I, I, I love, I love the Lucas oil racers. I, I talk to them a lot. I have a passion for them and, you know, so no, it's great for sure. When you were growing up, when you first became aware of drag racing, could you have envisioned a, you being the number one man today, but also that we are still going very strong 70 years since Wally Parks's vision? Yeah, no, it, it's, it's great. You know, and I, you know, when I grew up, you know, it's weird. I, I, I did an interview last night and asked a similar question. I, I actually started it really, my family was an SCCA. So I was kind of, you know, more of a road course. And then, you know, I kind of moved in after college, went into the more of the entertainment side and, you know, with uh, Feld Motorsports is as it's known today. But, uh, you know, when I joined the NHRA, I just really wanted to just come and be part of, you know, make a difference in, uh, I never really imagined doing what I'm doing. And, and I, and I, and I just want to make sure that people understand that this is not me. I, I, I have a tremendous team. I, you know what you, you listen to, um, you know, people talk that, that are in a leadership role and they, and, and I truly believe this, you're only as good as the people that, that you're with. And I've got tremendous amount of help uh, from our leadership team, our staff, uh, Peter Clifford, um, who's been around for many years and touched the, you know, he was, in fact, he was the president before I became president and he's still involved. Uh, he, you know, he, he and I talk on a daily basis. Um, but you know, I just, it really is a team effort. Um, and it's not me. I, I I'll be the first to say that. 
Right. I was talking to uh, Jeffrey Young, the, the vice president of marketing for NHRA the other yep. day, and I was kind of kidding him a little bit. But I mean, in all seriousness, though, you guys came up earlier this week with a release about news release about that you're really getting into the um, high performance electric racing. Uh, you know, you're you're exploring that. Uh, that's the future. But I have to yeah. ask, like, does, where are we going to get the, the rumble, the roar? You know, that kind of thing. But all, all kidding aside, that. I have to imagine that is a huge part of the future of NHRA. Can you talk a little bit about, I mean, you're still in the early stages of, of talking yeah. about it, but, you know, where where do you see that going down the road? And how, and how are you going to get the sound, too? That's the other thing. Yeah. Well, and I, I think, listen, I you know, the first thing, and, and when we put that out, I saw a lot of the comments. And, and what's great about NHRA is, you know, our we believe we need to provide a platform for people to race, right? right? That, that is our mission. And we see where the future is going. And, and, you know, we, we see what's going on in Detroit. Um, we understand that, but that doesn't mean we're going to get away from 11,000 horsepower, nitromethane, 300 mile an hour cars. That, 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 that doesn't mean that we're going to go from electric to, you know, into the, into that level. That's not it. Our, what's great about the NHRA is, is, is our diversity. And, you know, people talk about, well, the diversity of our drivers or our fans, what about the diversity of our product, our cars, right? And, and this is just another element of our diversity. And, you know, we need to provide a platform and in, in place whether or not electric cars want to come out and um, race at the ET level, or, you know, maybe we develop uh, you know, as you said, a high performance category, you know, you maybe down the road somewhere to, you know, our factory stock program, uh, program, our factory stock showdown, you know, so we, we have a lot of ideas. Uh, we did do a call out, want to bring uh, the industry uh, leaders in. Uh, we want to talk to them about their direction, what we're thinking. Uh, we also want to bring in, you know, the safety uh, side of things. We want to make sure that if we do it, we're going to be safe. Uh, NHRA, obviously, uh, safety is number one. Um, and, you know, we're working closely with Ned Walser and Tim White, the tech team, to make sure that, uh, you know, we, we, we go into this and we, we have all the knowledge that we need. But we're excited. I, we do believe it's the future. And, uh, you know, it'll be cool. We've, we've had a couple exhibitions. Um, we had a, a Copo, uh, an electric Copo and uh, a Cobra Jet come in, Bob Tasca. Uh, raced one last year, I think it was at Indy, um, U.S. Nationals, um, last year where he raced against Tony Pettergon and uh, was pretty cool. So, no, it's, uh, we're, we're excited about it, and we're, we're going to have a, a, a pretty big meeting down in Gainesville uh, next weekend um, to, to get that ball rolling. Do you have, I mean, I don't want to put the cart before the horse, but do you have any other initiatives you know, yeah, a five-year plan, 10-year plan, other than the electric cars. I mean, is there anything else that uh, NHRA is working on right now to, you know, grow the sport, maybe uh, potentially expansion, maybe other markets? I mean, anything that's on the on the drawing books right now that you guys are thinking about long-term? Yeah, well, you know, I think we're looking at a, a lot of different things. Um, you know, obviously new markets. Um, you know, we've we've been having a lot of discussions on that. Um, you know, we have been talking to some other tracks, uh, Tulsa Raceway. So, you know, we're looking at new markets, uh, some great growth potential there, um, some new tracks, some former tracks. Um, but, you know, the other area is, um, you know, secondary program. You know, you, you look at what's going on with this younger generation, you know, this on-demand uh, type of viewing, as they call them, cable cutters. And, you know, we, you know, we, we have 
you know, work closely with with Fox and in, in making sure that we, uh, you know, we protect our agreement with them. But there's some opportunities for, you know, some programming on there. You know, if you've seen, you know, some of these Samsung Plus and Tubi's and Vizios and 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 there's some other platforms that we can go down and provide. Uh, you know, new eyeballs to expose them to our sport and our, and our stars. So, yeah, I mean, we, we have a lot of plans, you know, uh, kind of a short-term, long-term, um, you know, we, we need to grow um, eyeballs, fan base, um, corporate involvement. Um, and we, we put a lot of, a lot of time into that. Do you hope you're going to have a little bit more sleep this year as opposed to last year? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I, you know, I've got a few more wrinkles uh, on my forehead than I had uh, prior to March last year. But you know, I listen. We we're here for a reason. We're here to grow the sport and work hard and provide great customer service to our stakeholders. And and you know, this is what we signed up for. And um, you know, we're we're you know, we have a team here at NHRA. Whether it's the leadership team and our staff, we meet with them all the time. And and people are here. We're we're committed. We have the passion. Um, and we have the passion to grow the sport. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, I've been covering the sport for almost 40 years. And one thing that I can say is as difficult as 2020 was, I think 2021 is going to be kind of like a rebirth, if you will. I think it's going to be a great year. And, you know, knock on wood that the coronavirus stays in check. You know, there obviously more people get vaccinated. I think that yep. uh, we're going to see a lot of light at the end of the tunnel. No, I, I agree. I, I think we're we're very optimistic about it, and it's getting better every day. You know, we, we want to get out and get racing. Uh, we want to get to Gainesville quick. But, uh, you know, I, I think it's going to be a good year, and, um, you know, we'll get back on, and, uh, you know, a stable position, and, and uh, I think our fans will – you know, as, as I think our fans are ready to go. I mean, I think everybody, no matter what state you're in, you, you know, whether it was Florida, Texas, California, you know, people are just, they, they're eager to go out and do stuff and, uh, and come see their, their, the superstar, the superstars of the NHRA. As they so. say at the starting line, it's go time. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. Glenn, Glenn yes. thank you ever so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it and uh, wish you the best of luck, not only at the Gator Nationals next week, but or this coming week, obviously, uh, as well as the whole season. I think that, um, like I said, as difficult as it was last year, this is going to be uh, a totally different, totally positive, totally exciting year, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, it's it's going to be good. I mean, Gainesville is going to be a great kickoff. It's great, as you mentioned. John Force, uh, and, and not only John Force is back, but Robert Height, Brittany uh, is back. So, you know, the, the whole JFR and, you know, it's going to be great. we got a great car count, you know. I mean, you know, we're up to, you know, 18 plus uh, cars in, in Top Fuel Funny Car and 20 plus in, in uh, Pro Stock, Pro Stock Motorcycle. And um, it's, it's going to be, a, you know, it's going to be a fight for that championship. It's going to be great to watch our, our stars go at it. And, uh, you know, it, it's going to be a good year for sure. Well, Glenn, thank you ever so much again, as, as always. And we'll be, we'll be in touch with you somewhere down the road as well, too, then. OK, thank you, Jerry. All right. Take care now. Take care now. Bye now. Bye bye. All right. That's a wrap of this week's edition of The Racing Beat. I want to say thank you to our guest, NHRA President Glenn Cromwell. We hope you enjoyed listening to it. And don't forget to check out our past podcast, including Ray Evernham, Rusty Wallace, Don the Snake Perdome, and Kenny Bernstein. Go to Believe.com, that's B-L-E-A-V.com, and type in The Racing Beat in the search bar 
and you'll be able to listen to all the podcasts and other interviews we've done recently. I'm Jerry Bunkowski, and thanks for listening, everyone. We'll catch you next time right here on The Racing Beat. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.